Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We've got kind of a mini rewilding workshop for you. <laughs> I tried like four or five times to start this particular episode and just do, you know, the astrology report, give you a couple practices here and there. And it was not jiving, possibly because I have been just in workshop space and facilitating so much lately. Or I think this might be more of the truth. I just think this is what serves the moment. That's at least how it felt to my heart, um, which is a big part of this new moon. So I encourage you to go into this episode from an exploratory standpoint uh you know maybe you're dropping into like an experiential workshop sure it's just a tiny little dipping the toe in it's not you know we're not on like a four-day retreat together where we're going into the six phases of the feminine and then we're doing some deep dark goddess shadow work and then we're doing mystical union inside of our bodies and multiple wisdom centers and then we're diving into what is our soul purpose calling mission longing and let us walk that line of true north um, so no it's not it's not that intense <laughs> and you might be like oh thank god although if you do want to get that intense all of our rewilding for women online retreats are open so we only open them on <laughs> very uh, very rare occasions it seems like these days um, and they're also 20% off so we had a wild and big and beautiful women's circle over the weekend and it inspired um, just that particular work um, and how things are feeling with just the importance of feminine reclamation or for all of us, myself included, this next level of divine feminine embodiment of sacred feminine awakening and opening and I can say for myself, being in this work, facilitating this work for uh, over a decade, there's another level um, that was accessible to me um, in this moment in time. And it was stunning and glorious and almost incredibly needed um, for me to kind of take the next step forward into my own sort of journey or my own path or my own deepest callings. And I talk more about that and the podcast, but just something to feel into. Um, it might be the piece um, that, yeah, that that moves you forward the most is just giving yourself some space to just do some good and proper feminine reclamation, feminine embodiment, sacred feminine work. Uh, just feel for you. Feel for you. Um, there's also a lot of other. Um, ideas and practice suggestions and things that's it's my little boy um <laughs> shiva so it seems like whenever i start to talk a lot about the sacred feminine shiva right who is the consort to shakti which is the divine feminine um he just seems to want to be heard <laughs> uh, so i will leave us with that um enjoy the episode and maybe I'll see you in a rewilding retreat. That offer ends um, just so we're super upfront about it on the 22nd, 21st 
21st of February. So um, you'll want to look at the details below if you're interested as soon as you hear this and, uh, and kind of hop in there. All right. Huge, huge love to you. I will see you when I see you, where I see you and how I see you. Enjoy the episode. Y'all okay if I just go for it today? I have started this new moon video four times. <laughs> I keep trying to find the right intro of, let me talk about it's a mystical moon. Let me talk about it's a relationship, love, Venus moon. Let me talk about it's a Saturn foundation building. Pick the path that you want to take, moon. And then just sitting here for a moment before starting this rendition of our new moon video, I just kind of let all that go. And um, with love, this feels right. This makes my heart explode. Would love to facilitate this exploration as more of an experiential workshop uh, than a fucking podcast, talky, talky, talky conversation. <laughs> oh, I'll maybe share a little bit more about what's making me laugh about that um, if it feels right a little bit later on. Uh, if it can weave in as a story around these themes for this for this new moon. I would love to create this as something that you can get a ton out of, right? Not just, eh, I picked up like one or two little insights about this moment in time, but something that allows you to open inner door, doors to your inner world that you wouldn't have opened before. Something that allows the insights to just fly in, solutions to problems that wouldn't have come in. Um, aha moments, revelatory moments. That's what I want this conversation to be. So if you're all right uh, with it, uh, we're gonna just go for it. And I'm gonna really kind of hold us to like a workshop space. Um, a rewilding, like a proper rewilding workshop space. All right. Okay, here we go. If I'm going to hold this to a proper rewilding workshop space, I'm going to invite you to just drop in your heart for a moment. Just drop into your heart. Let your mind drop straight into your heart. And you can do it just like that, super quick. This is embodiment practice number one. Uh, mind drops into your heart. And then let that energy from the mind as it drops into the heart, let it explode the heart. Yeah, we're just letting the middle wisdom center, our heart wisdom, come online. This is really valuable given where Venus is at and what Venus is doing during this new moon time. So new moon times a couple days before the new moon. And then once the new moon happens, that's the whole cycle. So that's the 28 day cycle of the moon. So it's not just, oh, on the new moon, this is what's going on. It's we're held in that um, until the next new moon. Okay, so think heart, think um, heart exploding. Something to think about for this new moon and to feel, it's more of an intuitive uh, heart desire. So it's more feeling, 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 deepening into the heart is, Here's, here's, here's a big one. What breaks my heart? Um, from a standpoint of what breaks my heart so much that I'm called to serve that in the world? I, I know this, this, just bear with me. We're in a workshop, right? We get to really go for it. So this is not astrology anymore. Of course, we're going to talk about all the archetypes. I'll weave in astrology, but 
we got to just go for it, right? We got to do the thing that rewilding is the best at and give you the greatest gift that I can. There's this thing that I'm feeling, and I can share this too around these energetics right now, is there's this thing that I'm feeling of imperative, it being imperative that we all step into our unique genius, that we all give the greatest gift that we could give to the world, not just a gift that we're kind of good at. Like I'm kind of good at talking about astrology and I can do that and it serves, but is it the thing that is the best use of my time? That's something to really be asking yourself. Saturn is conjunct this new moon. Saturn is task master. I love that Saturn is conjunct this moon. He is karma. He is karma. He is father time, lord of karma, right? He is ultimate manifester, ultimate manifester. Okay, so let's not get too caught up in the archetype. Let's come back to our hearts exploding. Remember, this is an experiential workshop. And if this is not the best time for you to go through this, maybe pause and come back and watch this. I know, or maybe watch it like 25 times over because you may need to give it, I don't know, all the energetics we're gonna go, who knows, who knows? You do you, you feel for what's truest and what most serves you. Okay, so heart exploding. And in this heart exploding, just heart practices during this new moon and this new moon cycle. So kind of the second half of February, first half of March, um, heart practices. How can I open my heart? How can I de-armor my heart? How can I open my heart to receive? How can I open my heart to give? How can I work on the giving is the receiving, the receiving is the giving, this like reciprocal energetics that I can do. Mary Magdalene is a really beautiful archetypal energy to work with for heart practices. Um, also working with uh, symbolism like the rose, red rose blossoming, that imagery can be very powerful um, for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm also feeling, I'll just say this because I feel like it might serve someone, but to really work this whole Mary Magdalene Isis, goddess Isis lineage. There's this really powerful um, Isis, Mary Magdalene lineage, um, heart line that some are really called to work. And so if you're called, if this like resonates for you or like kind of pings you in some way, um, make a note of that uh, and dive deeper into that. Okay, so let me feel. Um, okay, so if heart's exploding and we're feeling into first what is it that breaks my heart that I am really called to be in service to? <laughs> okay, so that's one. And then what is it that, let me feel for the right words for this. Um, what is it that my, and you, you're gonna have to feel selfish about this. I, and for some of us that's easier than others. Some of us, it's some of us who are very empathic and very sensitive, it's hard to even, decipher between your unique heart desires and what someone else is desiring of us, right? Or even what the collective is desiring of us. And so getting quiet, um, going into guided practices that help you to be with self, that helped take you into the heart, can be really powerful to uncover your unique desires, your unique heart desires. What is 
my heart desiring. And it should sound something like, I'm doing this for me. And it's not selfish. It's actually the greatest thing that we can be in service to because it's the truest truth that we have, right? I'm, I, this is not to please anyone other than me, right? I just held a Valentine's Day event. All women, wild woman Valentine's Day. I did that from a deep desire within myself. It, it is selfish and selfless. If that makes any sense. It comes from a, I'll explain this. I know when I hit the deep truth, the deep heart truth, which is soul. It's a way of like soul purpose talking, soul mission, soul calling that Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss, follow your bliss, follow your deep heart desire, follow your deep heart desire. If there's something that I can share around this new moon cycle, follow your deep heart desire. Let all else fall away. Let all else fall away. Hold this intention that, um, that, that, we can see clearly, like just repeat something along the lines of let me see clearly, let me see clearly, let me see clearly. What is my deep truth? What am I deeply called to? And it doesn't have to be career related at all, at all. It can be where you live in the world, how you design your day, a new daily routine. It could be a relationship. It could be no relationship. It could be community friends, family, what, hobbies, strange things that seem like they are of no value. Um, for instance, I really want to rock climb. I used to rock climb back in the day. I really want to rock climb. I don't know why I really want to rock climb. There's no one else that wants, it's not for anyone. It's from this just deep heart desire. I really want to rock climb. <laughs> And so I'm going to rock climb. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go rock climbing, right? I'm going to get the gear out of the garage. I'm going to walk out back because there's rocks right out back. And I'm going to go rock climb. <laughs> now, I don't know um, if that's something that is just to support my physical health, uh, to support my mental health, my energetic health. I don't know if that's something that'll support my spiritual health. I don't know if I go rock climbing and I meet someone who opens up this door, which leads to this, which leads to that. I don't know. And we don't need to know, right? I often talk about it as just the breadcrumb. Just, and so asking yourself, what are your breadcrumbs right now? Right now, what are your breadcrumbs and what do you need to do in order to feel into those, let's call them, um, I'm just going to say selfish in this moment, those desires that are for you, the desires that are for you. We deny them so often because we judge them or we devalue them or we think, oh, resting isn't going to serve in any way or taking a break from my work isn't going to serve or going swimming with my kids at their swimming lesson isn't going to serve. But there is this amazing opportunity right now during this whole new moon cycle to follow the heart, follow the heart, follow the heart, follow the heart, follow the wisdom of the heart, the wisdom of the heart, the wisdom of the heart, not the little heart, 
not the little wounded heart, right? Not, not the one that's scared of love, not the one that, you know, has broken a million times and has armor all around it, but the open, big, intuitive, wise heart. Okay, um, who I could go on and on and on about that, but let me feel. One last piece is there's a dance between the god of the underworld and Venus. So Hades, Pluto, god of the underworld, the depths, the unconscious, the hidden, and Venus. And if we feel into those two, right, Venus is right is is love is goddess of beauty it's this masculine and feminine dance but it's like um it's uh, it it reminds me very much of of persephone um and hades and all of the beautiful gifts that uh, like that underworld journey brings a person to but um but it's like this opportunity to go into our unconscious, our shadow, our hidden realms with ease and grace because we have the goddess right there, because we have Venus right there, right? It's like we can do some shadow work with some real ease and grace. Does that make sense? We can um, excavate what's hidden within ourselves, within our psyches, within our desires, within our soul purposes, within our gifts to give the world, within our unique genius, right? We can excavate and open those things from a place that's a bit more ease-filled, grace-filled. It's like um, being kissed by the goddess. It's like that journey is graced by the goddess at this moment in time. It's just, it's like... It's like we can excavate more, go really deep, heal some shadow stuff, release some old skeletons out of the closet, some pain, some hurt, some of the stuff that's been blocking us or um, unconsciously sabotaging things that we're deeply desiring. We can move those things, transform those things, alchemize those things, shift those things, just like this, just like this. And and it's, it's a beautiful time to be doing shadow work, to be doing underworld work, to be doing dark goddess work, to be doing dark god work, to be doing um, like shamanic journeys, to be doing medicine woman journeys, to be going like into the underworld, but not to be like ripped apart. Um, although some of us, that's just what we, we're like, yes, please. Um, but but to really get even more out of those journeys than we might on a regular basis. The other piece of this is that this new moon cycle is so mystical. It's incredibly mystical. So these psycho-spiritual journeys are really supported, really supported. Spiritual practice is really supported. Starting a new spiritual practice is really supported. Um, let me feel into something else. I'm, I'm trying. There's a, there's a something I feel right here. What the heck is it? Um, it's this one degree of Pisces. And that's where the new moon is falling is at one degree of Pisces. This is what I want to share. Um, it's there. And of course, it's opening up this mystical, spiritual um, capacity. And it's, this is what I was reflecting on on my walk. There's like 85 things coming in at one time. Um, so this morning I was walking, feeling into this and going, wow, the veils are really thin. And then I went, 
do we ever say what that means? You know, we talk about like, oh, the veils are really thin. Like, well, okay. And so I want to talk a little bit about what that means during this new moon. The veils are thin. Um, it is so easy to access the unseen right now. Maybe you've been noticing it or maybe you haven't given yourself time or space. It's so easy to move into altered states of consciousness. It's almost harder. And this will be during this new moon. It, it will be almost harder to be, for some of us, some of us who've trained in altered states of consciousness or have like a tool chest full of spiritual modalities and practices that we've developed and have a solid, you know, meditation practice, but um, can feel like it's harder to actually stay in the physical, to stay in, you know, like waking consciousness, mundane consciousness, everyday consciousness, base level consciousness, or the consciousness of the collective. We could even call it that. It's almost harder to stay in the consciousness of the collective than it is to go into altered states. Like than it is to go into like a lower archetypal state or an upper archetypal state or the essences, right? Um, and and you, you could just almost feel yourself like slipping in and out of these places really, really easily and really, really quickly. So there's kind of two sides to that. One is to, um, to be aware of it and um, to not let it cause anxiety. I think that's what I want to share around that is to, because it can be very disorienting or for some it can like almost cause a nervousness or an anxiousness um, because it's hard. It's hard. For some, this is not everyone, so just bear with me. I'll get past this in a second. But, um, and, and you might notice it very subtle ways where it's just you're uncomfortable or doing things like grocery shopping, um, having a conversation with the neighbor that's not of a mystical <laughs> sort of a tone or vibe to it. Um, those kinds of things can be more challenging. Thinking about your to-do list, managing your household, uh, taking care of your children from a real practical. Practicalities can be a little bit more challenging or feel a little bit more challenging. Uh, so just to be aware that we're kind of moving in and out of this over the next couple of days uh, is it'll be feeling real, real mystical, and then it will kind of go to grounded, that Saturn, grounded, grounded, like we're good in the physical reality, we're good in the tangible, the practical, the 3D, like make it happen. And then we go back into the nebulous, mystical, um, <laughs> higher mind, and then we kind of bounce back, and it's, it's like this strange ride. And if we can be conscious to it and aware of it, and we can kind of ride the waves, Neptune's part of what's causing that, Pisces, one degree is part of what's causing that. Sun moving into Pisces, the new moon happening in Pisces, uh, Venus moving out of Pisces into Aries, that kind of shifts, um, that kind of shifts and brings it a little bit more tangible, right? So can you see there's like this ebb and flow, these like waves of real mystical moments and then real reality and then real mystical moments and then real reality. We could also say fantasy reality dream world real world but here's the amazingly beautiful great thing is that 
We can if we work very consciously with these things, right? Um, or just hold the intention or, or be aware of them. We can go, okay, let me dream. Let me be open to higher mind, higher thinking, newer technologies, newer ways of things, expanded ways of things, more of this interconnectedness to the all of everything. It's like, let myself go into universal mind so I have access to all of the wisdom everywhere all at once. Kind of mind blowing. But now here, this is, and then you can take that and then you can bring that back right? In these ebbs and flows, in these waves, you can go out and then you can bring that back, leaning into Saturn, leaning into Saturn, leaning into Venus who goes into Aries just after this new moon happens, right? Aries is pioneering, is forward moving, is action oriented, is making things happen. So this is beautiful. Um, Saturn is in the last degrees of Aquarius, so is um, <laughs> not in such a super mystical sign, um, very much of a community-oriented sign, very much of a service-oriented sign. He changes signs in March. So this is kind of the last, uh, the last like, whew, let me feel. I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna get some words right here for you all. Um, well, I think I have to say this, these last degrees, if you've listened to any astrology anywhere else, you'll have heard them talking about Saturn in the last degrees, Pluto in the last degrees. When planets get to the last degree of the sign that they've been in for a while, so Saturn, uh, two and a half years, Pluto, I can't remember exactly how many years, a lot, because Pluto's way far out there. Um, uh, very generational, right? So, um, when they start to get to the last of, of the degrees, it starts to almost be this, um, okay, what have we not done yet? What have we not uh, cleaned up? What have we not, what are the lessons that haven't been delivered? Lessons is very much Saturn, same with Pluto, but Pluto's just like deep, dark underworld. What have I not revealed, right? Like what sort of power dynamics have not been figured out yet? Um, Saturn is like, what structures have not been built? What foundations, right? Like where, what is not crumbled to create the new? That's all kind of happening. And so there's like this push. They both shift in March. So the next new moon cycle. So this new moon cycle is also just these like, but it's, it's, it's all a push forward. So just allow whatever the insights are that are coming to push you forward into you know, heart's desires into maybe the last little pieces you can ask yourself of. Uh, this one I really got this morning and I'll just offer it as an offering of something to reflect on is Saturn, two, two and a half years. So 2020, right? Um, what has been something that you've like been working on since 2020 or something that's been top of mind or you've been working through, working on, building, maybe going back and forth on, do I make this change? Do I not make this change? Do I shift this foundation? Do I not shift this foundation? Um, I'll give you the example, um, just a real transparent example. <sighs> since 2020, uh, rewilding has been growing. Our community has been growing. The team has been growing. Um, how many programs we create, um, how many different circles we're able to hold. All of that's been growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. But it's been very much this, uh, do, do, I'll just share my own personal journey with this of like, okay, 
do things get get this big or or maybe not do they get this big or maybe not yes no yes no and all the while things have been growing and growing and growing and growing and growing um and now it's like these last pieces of okay that and, and feel this for yourself that direction has been chosen it was like a year ago there was still, I'm still sitting at the choice point. So feel this for yourself, because this might really help shed some light on something. Maybe a year ago, you were sitting at a choice point and you could have gone this way or this way, right? Like I could have gone the, the way that rewilding has gone, which is growing, or I could have just like reeled it in and gone, you know, I just kind of want to be like this, small little team and we just do what we can right just fly under the radar be this like weird creator in the closet sharing things on occasion <laughs> and a year ago it felt like that was very valid it was a very valid crossroads and could have gone either way really could have gone a maybe you sat with that for a long time maybe that was a two-year journey for you but now it's like Somewhere along the line, whether we're conscious of it or not, we chose. You already chose. Really and truly, I invite you to reflect on this. I, I really invite you to just see it. If you're not, if it's not right there, there will be somewhere where you've chosen. You've chosen, but maybe um, it, you haven't fully um, created the foundations in order to support that path. Maybe you haven't fully accepted that path. Maybe there's something that you still haven't gotten yet or you're still... Um, so let this be a, a revelatory time. Let this be a time of <laughs> new moons are planting new seeds. So let like the team, I'll just go back to my example here. Um, we're having a team meeting on Friday just before this new moon on Sunday. So just two days before to go, all right, Here's where we're going. We, we know where we're going. Let's be real about this. We know where we're going. And then let's plant the seeds on this new moon, Sunday. New moons, plant new seeds in Pisces, one degree of Pisces. That's a powerful, that's a powerful new beginning. This is a time to plant new seeds. But it's a time to plant new seeds from a place of, you know the trajectory you're going on. You know the choice that you made way back when. And maybe there's multiple places of this. Maybe you could look at your relationship life. You made a choice somewhere along the line. You, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, right? Maybe it was a... Anyways, I'm just trying to give you different things to like get you into those truths. This could be a really powerful conversation to have with others um, if you're... A meditation teacher or a yoga teacher or you know a meditation teacher or a yoga teacher um, these sorts of things can be very powerful to flavor your classes right um, to, to how can you support your students or your class or those who you're in service to how can you support them to have a space to allow for the seed planting to allow, to dream big, to bring it in, to dream big, to bring it in. All of you who are creators, right? If you're on Instagram, if you're creating TikToks, if you're, right, creating therapeutic spaces or, but what, what, if, like, 
get creative with it. And how can you support not just yourself in the energy, but how can you support others in this energy to see, to, to, to honor, like I, I chose, I chose. And can you feel how much more power you have when you bring all of yourself to this moment in time, you bring all of yourself to, I chose now, how do I support the choice that's been made? I've already walked down. Now, how do I support this better? How do I support it better? That's the question to ask ourselves with Saturn, where Saturn is at, one degree of Pisces. What seeds do I plant to support the path that I've already chosen? That's it. If there was anything that you do on this new moon, what seeds do I plant to support the path that I've already chosen? And, and then if you're like, I don't know what path I chose, you're going to have to sit. You're going to have to sit, go inward, get quiet, journal about it, take yourself to the woods for two days, do some rewilding workshops that take you inward, talk to a soul friend where you can have a real deep conversation and you just ask yourself the question, right? <laughs> what do I know that I don't want to know? So if you don't know, I love that question. It's one of my favorite questions to ask myself. And I, I, I will do it on this new moon for sure of um, what paths have I already chosen that I don't think I've chosen. Powerful. What path have I already chosen that I don't think I've chosen? Right? Like that empowers us to support it in ways that we maybe weren't. It empowers us to create the foundations and the structures needed to support that path. Okay, um, let me feel for... Okay, I'd love to show this piece. Um, there is this energy, um, how do I talk about this? This makes my heart want to explode. Um, so it kind of goes back to this, you know, what makes your heart want to explode? What are you in service to? Um, one of the things that I'm very much in service to um, is uh, the, the support of the, uh, I hate using these words because they've been so commercialized and so kind of gross, <laughs> dumbed down and <laughs> sort of made gross, but I will try to find some words for this. Um, is, um, all right, I'll just say them, um, is the rise of the feminine, the sacred feminine, the divine feminine, um, the, the goddess, God feminine, the feminine aspect of God, the feminine aspect of the divine uh, soul, Shakti. Um, and uh, this energy that like rises up from, from beneath, uh, not to say that feminine energy can't descend from above, but typically descending from above would be working with more masculine-based energy, um, more of the divine masculine energy. In, in certain traditions, at least, um, in a lot of what I uh, facilitate and hold space for. Um, not to say that they don't, if you work long enough on them, they just kind of flip themselves around anyways. Uh, there is no up and there is no down. There is no rise or descent. It's just, but that's further down the track. Um, um, so I'll share this just for you to feel into for yourself. I'm sharing this as a way for you to feel into what it is that might support your unique journey. Um, 
I hold multiple circles and multiple spaces at the moment. So there's a mystery school going on. There's a priestess training going on. There's the Bones monthly membership that's going on. Um, there's this, right? Us like gathering um, here on these, these YouTube videos and in podcasts. So there's kind of like the public circle that I kind of consider a circle, a uh, very loose <laughs> circle, but still a circle to kind of facilitate. And feeling into these different spaces, there was one thing that was a theme in all of them that I was really starting to feel was essential to kind of break through. <laughs> to break through into the new. Some of us are sensing this new world. Um, you, again, you feel for you. Now, I've, now, now I'm going. <laughs> I said we were going to go for it, right? This might be the moment where you're like, okay, and astrology workshop rewilding with Sabrina. This has gotten a little too much for me. I totally respect that. <laughs> and I get it. But I do invite you to just feel right? Like just keep an open mind and an open heart because you never know where we kind of get pinged from, where we get a little resonance or a little like ding, 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 um, where our body or our inner wisdom is like, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> um, okay. So all of that said, um, some of us are really feeling this call to a uh, new world. How can we help to create a new world? How can we be of service in this moment. Um, and here's something that I'd love to share around this. I'm going to just kind of dance around and weave a bunch of different things in here. But um, what I would love to share that I really feel is incredibly important at this moment in time is a couple things. Just because I can doesn't mean I should, right? Just because I have the capabilities to do that doesn't mean that that is what is most um I am most called to, right? So the other thing is um, that, those words, what am I most called to? What is um, most important for me to do right now? What most lights me up? Because for many of us, it's a lot of things that light us up and we can get pulled in many, many, many directions and never make um, any headway anywhere because we're just, it's like diffuse awareness and we just kind of like get frozen and do nothing. So that is feeling like an important, 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 important piece is to really um, zero in on um, where am I most called? Where am I most called to pour my light? Where am I most called to pour my love, my life force you are expending your life force every moment of every day where are you most called to expend your life force that to me feels <laughs> extremely important at this moment in time uh, okay so what are we feeling into yes this is what we're feeling into so i'm feeling into these different circles and these different spaces and it was like to break through into this new world, into the new ways, into this new world, um, there was like this piece, like a, a little piece of like, we, we, just, we just really need to give the feminine, the goddess, the divine feminine, Shakti life force, the creatrix, right? Of the all of everything, the ground of being. We just need to give her a space to move a lot of energy. She just needs to release 
some of the hidden wisdom that's been held underground. She needs to release some of the energy that's been held underground. She needs to just really let energy move. She needs to really give a space for the feminine essence to wake up in self, for the feminine wisdom, the feminine aliveness, the different threads of the feminine essence to wake up in self. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> um, whew, let me feel for a second. If you have never done divine feminine work, um, goddess archetypal embodiment work, um, good and proper feminine embodiment, feminine spiritual practices, now is a really good time to start. <laughs> it's a really good time to start. However you do that, maybe you start with sacred dance. Maybe you start with some of the, I'm, I'm, I'm about to start talking smack and I don't want to do that. Um, there are many levels uh, layers to feminine work find what calls to you from a place of deep resonance like someone's work that i can totally stand behind clarissa pinkola estes women who run with the wolves that that is feminine essence work that is good feminine work marion woodman some of the books that Marion Woodman wrote, right? She was a Jungian analyst and she really dove into the feminine. Some of that is very powerful. Some of Joseph Campbell's work on the archetypal energy of the sacred feminine can be very powerful. So this is a moment in time, but it's to not just intellectualize it. It's, 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 that's not the feminine. The feminine, you don't think about it with the feminine, right? You become it you become it and so find those places those workshops those women's circles those movement practices that move life force that activate your middle wisdom center the heart that we kind of worked with your lower wisdom center that really kind of open up the whole of your body to the feminine wisdom waking up and rising in you it is an extraordinary time. I just watched a circle of women this weekend open up to uh, the ancient primordial feminine after only a couple of hours of working together. That, that, that's, that's uncommon. <laughs> Archetypal energy, sure, right? Um, Medusa, Kali, Lilith, Persephone, yes. Opening up to them in a couple hours, in an hour, yes, right? but then to go beyond into a deeper realm, a deeper realm of the divine feminine, of the sacred feminine, and not just tap in, but to allow, to rise, and to embody that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a very powerful moment in time um, for any of that kind of work. If you missed that program that was our wild woman valentine's day it's gone it's over there's no replays um 
But if you miss that, we opened up all of our rewilding for women retreats. All of our feminine reclamation retreats are open and they're 20% off right now. So Lilith, Kali, Persephone, 12 Days of Circle, that's our most comprehensive one. So if you're like, I don't know, I've never done feminine anything, that's the best one to start with. Medicine Woman Mysteries, if you're really called to birthing a new world, the original name of that program was called Birthing a New World. So if you're sitting in this place of really feeling to bring in a new world, that's, that's the retreat for you. That's the retreat for you. And then sexual healing and awakening is very powerful. So anyone who's called to kind of work with both masculine and feminine union or the divine masculine, the divine feminine, the heights that I was talking about, the depths that I was talking about, sacred, um, or sorry, sexual healing and awakening or the Persephone plus Hades. So that's where you can work with masculine and feminine energy and the union of the two. If you wanna do some real stripping, some real purging, some real purifying, some real just moving a ton, a ton, a ton of energy, stripping off the mask, stripping off the false, deep, big, powerful healing, um, I would do Kali or Lilith. Yeah, yeah, so. 12 days, most comprehensive, um, broadest range of feminine reclamation. Um, very big, it was a 12 day journey. It's a big, that's the most comprehensive one that we've got. Um, then medicine woman, those of you called to service, those of you called to Hecate, witch, medicine woman, like the real earthy um, kind of mysteries that's the one that's the one for you birthing the world anew being in service to that's the program for you uh yeah and then if you're called to work obviously sick or obviously sexual healing and awakening it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> um yeah so those are just and they're only up until just after this new moon so they come down on the 21st so if you're interested um in going into that territory or working in that territory they then close and they're not even accessible. So that sale ends and they're not accessible. We didn't plan on opening them. And we only did because we felt this wild energy rising in all of our spaces um, and just watched in the Valentine's event how accessible, how accessible uh, feminine reclamation is for ourselves, feminine mystery. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I won't go into too much more of that, but... Uh, I just wish you a lot of love in this new moon. Um, really a mystical adventure, whatever that is. There's some Chiron stuff going on too. So some big capacities for healing. Um, things that we thought we may never heal, there's capacity for that to happen. Hygieia, Kundalini goddess of miraculous healing is conjunct Pluto. Yeah, who's doing a dance with Venus. Um, that's really grace-filled so that adds to that piece around journeys into the underworld which all of those retreats <laughs> on rewilding for women are a journey into the underworld they're a journey into the unconscious they're a journey into the depths um, any of those types of journeys that you were, would take into the shadow realm into the underworld they're very graced right now partially because of hygieia partially because of Persephone, not Persephone, sorry, Venus, and then partially um, because of the new moon falling on one degree of, of Pisces. It's just, 
it's just mystical and glorious. So if there were three things that I would leave you with, I would say figure out the seeds that you're planting based on the trajectory you've already chosen that you don't necessarily know. Plant those seeds. Um, second thing, uh, sorry, all three of them popped into my head at once. <laughs> and then I got that one out. Uh, second thing that I would share during this moon is, is, you know, how can you go into some of those depths, some of that depth territory, um, some of that underworld territory, some of that, like things are just ready to be healed. They're ready to be healed. It is beautiful. I mean, even if it's like booking a session with your therapist and talking it out, Mercury's in a really good spot. That's the mind. So the mind can really, Mercury's a psychopomp, right? He can have conversations with all the different parts of self. Um, so the mind can really facilitate some deep healing. The mind, the mind. So some of that can be really powerful. And then I would say feel into your feminine. What does your next level of feminine reclamation need your next level of feminine wisdom of embodied wisdom of your yeah just what's what's calling there all right oh my gosh um just happy new moon yeah uh, would love to hear any comments that you feel to share um, below i always read the comments for the first couple of days after a video comes out it's like one of my greatest joys. Oh, by the way, this thing on my head, I'll share this because everyone always wants to know like, what the f happened to you, Sabrina? Whenever I have weird stuff on my head, it's act it's a cut. Like I didn't put weird makeup on my face just to, I don't know, look like some badass warrior ninja bitch or something. Um, it's, I got really excited getting a new motorcycle helmet yesterday and I wasn't really paying attention to the car door and I kind of shut like the car door on my forehead and <laughs> corner of the door <laughs> Any, anyways I just thought you should know <laughs> in case that was driving you crazy the whole time um, all right so anything you feel to share in the comments below if you know someone who this would be of service to please share we really do have this um, deep desire to just share share good shit make good shit and share it that's literally our um, our motto in rewilding make good shit and share it that's it. Just make good shit and share it. <laughs> so um, if you're up for being a part of that, sharing this in whatever way feels right for you, that means a ton to us. Uh, yeah. And I will see you where I see you, when I see you, and how I see you. So much love to you.